Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Interesting, during the French Revolution, Somebody came up with a brilliant idea, and they lengthened the seven-day work week, true story, to 10 days. What did they discover? They discovered that this materialistic experience was so negative, even for the animals. They just had no energy. They had nothing. So they stopped it and went back to the seven-day. Hello? God didn't give us a 10-day work week. It's interesting that when man thinks he's smarter than God and changes what God put in place, it crashes and burns, sometimes spectacularly. If you design a product, you understand that it's supposed to work the way you designed it to. In Pastor Mark's teaching today, he'll be showing that it's the same for people. When they try to live their lives in a way that God didn't intend them to, things don't go well for them. You'll learn the importance of rest and worship for your whole body and your relationships. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. He'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of this broadcast. Now, here's Pastor Mark in Exodus chapter 20 as he begins his message, A Day for God and Me. turn to the book of Exodus chapter 20. We are in a series on the Ten Commandments. Remember, the Ten Commandments are the only pathway to freedom. As you look at that, we come across this fourth commandment. Now let me remind you just for a moment, the first four commandments are about God and our relationship with God. It's about man and God. So that ought to tell you something about this fourth commandment. What's up with the breakfast and then it says it's closed when? Well, you can't make a living being closed on Sunday, can you? Ask Chick-fil-A. So this brings us into... Something that's very, very interesting. Look at Exodus chapter 20, verse 8. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labor, do all your work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work. Neither you nor your son or daughter, nor your manservant or your maidservant, nor your animals, nor the alien within your gates. Verse 11. 
For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them. But he rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day, and he made it holy. Amazingly, in God's top ten, are these controversial words. The Sabbath. Remember it. Keep it holy. This is an incredible, controversial subject. And what I want you to think about, I'm going to ask you some questions. Is the Sabbath regulation that we see right here, is it valid for today? If it is, what are the rules associated with it? Is Sunday the new Sabbath? What did Jesus and Paul say about the Sabbath? And here's where we have to take a moment. We have to be open to hear what God says from his word. Because like many subjects, we have our own traditions. We have our own idea. So all I'm going to ask you to do, just kind of put them aside for a moment, and we're going to open the instruction book. And I'll take you all the way through, beginning to end, and then you can make your decision on what you think this Sabbath thing is all about, and why out of the top ten did like God put it number four? When you think not kill, not murder, how did the Sabbath get to be number four? Very interesting. By the way, the longest of the commandments. Did you see how many verses we read? It didn't just say don't kill. We got all this stuff about it. Sabbath, first thing to write. What does that word mean? Well, it means to cease, to stop, to rest. Notice back in verse 11 where you turn to in Exodus that the Sabbath is first based on creation. Keep your finger right there. We'll be right back. But turn back to Genesis chapter 2, first book of the Bible. And you're going to see the first time, even though really the word isn't there, the principle is there. Genesis chapter 2, verse 3. And God blessed the, say it with me, the seventh day, and he made it holy. Because on it he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. So we see here at the beginning, before there's anyone, anything other than man, obviously, what do we see? After creation, God rested. God ceased his work of creation because creation was finished. Not because God was like, I need a day off. No, creation was done. It was finished in six days. Now notice, even as we have this principle, we'll come back to it toward the end of our study. There is no commandment here. There's no commandment about the Sabbath. There's no specific wording that says, Adam, here's how you do it. 
But there is a principle that you and I are going to come back to that has to do with our seven-day week. Now notice this. The principles of work and rest and worship came before the law was ever given. Now here's three things that we're going to play with. You'll always have it on your mind. I encourage you maybe somewhere to write this in your Bible. Here's the three things we're going to talk about. So it'll be easy for you to remember. We're going to talk about six out of seven. We're going to talk about one out of seven. And then we're going to talk about 24 seven. So six out of seven, one out of seven, and 24 seven. The next time we see the six and seven and the one and seven is before the Ten Commandments. It's when God gave Israel the manna. So we have to fast forward many years. Turn with me. You're close by where your finger was. Go back to Exodus chapter 16 and down to verse 23. And he said to them, this is what the Lord commanded. So now we have a commandment. Tomorrow is to be the day of rest. A holy Sabbath, notice, to the Lord. So bake what you want to bake and boil what you want to boil. And save whatever is left and keep it until morning. The principle of six out of seven is seen here. The people were to go out and work. As you know, God supernaturally provided that manna six days a week. On that sixth day, they were collect twice the amount because God says, I will supernaturally make it be enough for tomorrow. Now, you can't do that any other day, but I'm giving you a principle that on the sixth day, just pick twice the amount. It won't rot by tomorrow. What was God doing? God was teaching his people, number one, to obey him. Number two, to trust him, to be dependent on him. He says, if you'll obey me, I will provide for you. If you'll work six days, you can trust me to provide for you on the seventh day, a day that you will use to rest and worship me. In other words, that seventh day would be a day for God, but as our title says, it would also be a day for me. Notice, trust is the foundation of all relationships. And God was saying, now work six days a week. Notice God didn't say, here's the manna, just sit in your tent, I'll bring it to you. No, they had to work. And as they worked those six out of seven, God says, here's the principle of the one out of seven. You obey me, I'll provide for you on the seventh. By the way, that's how Chick-fil-A has made it all these years. You and I would look and go, Well, there's no way. I mean, there's a McDonald's, there's a Burger King, there's whatever sitting right next to them. They're open 24-7. And you drive by all the Chick-fil-A's and there's nobody there on Sunday. What's wrong with those idiot people? Look at all money they're losing. No, it's a principle that God had. Now, be careful. Some of you go, well, should I eat on Sunday? (laughs) We'll get there. Relax. Now, go back to Exodus 20, where you were. Get down to verse 8. 
Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. You may want to circle this. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. Next thing you want to write is this. We were created to work. There's your six out of seven. Pastor Mark, are you kidding me? Six out of seven? I thought it was five out of seven. No, God says how many? Six out of seven. Many people, when they think of work, they think it was cursed. The reason we have to work is because man sinned. No, the reason there's toil in the work and sweating in the work, and when you garden, the weeds are there, is because sin affected our earth. But work was always part of God's plan for man. Adam and Eve were given directions to tend the garden. Look at this verse. It's in Ecclesiastes. I don't have time, obviously, today to go through it, but notice what this verse says in Ecclesiastes. And people should eat and drink and enjoy the fruits of their labor. For these are gifts from God. So the ability to work is a gift from God. It's not a curse from God. Look at, you're right there in verse 8. Six days shall you labor. Labor. Work. Now, as I said, I don't have time... The Bible is filled with how to work. We should have a good work ethic. Be known for being a hard worker. Why? Because the New Testament says we should labor because we're really working for God. If you're an employee, you should be the best employee you can be at that place of employment. Well, Pastor Mark, you don't know my boss. You don't know how they take unfair. Forget the excuses. If you're an employer, you should be a great employer because you're representing God. When we get to Ephesians, we'll talk about all that in detail. But just remember, six days shall you work. Look at verse 10. But the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord, your God. So here's the one in seven. On it you shall not do any work. Now, God knew how these people would be. So he has to define who should not work. Because, see, if it's me, and God says, Dad, Mom, you can't work. I say, praise God, kids, here you are, go for it. Where's my servants? Get them. Get the animals working. He really defines it. This is why it's long. Notice he says, It's a Sabbath. On it you shall not do any work, neither you, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your manservant, nor your maidservant, nor your animals, nor the alien within your gate. Second thing to write. We were created to not only work, six and seven, but we were created to rest and recharge. One out of seven. Notice this commandment is positive. Remember the Sabbath day. If you look at verse 10, it's a day to improve family and friend relationships. We are challenged to take time, you'll see in a moment, for God, but also for our wives and our husbands and our children and our grandchildren and our friends. Notice something else. This shows me the kindness of God. Now let me ask you a question. 
Who made your body? God did. Does he know how it should operate? Yes. So what does God say? One out of seven, you need to do something different because your body is going to need it. So we see in this commandment, see, people think about these commands. Oh, man, God's so angry. and No, no, this is the kindness of God. He put it number four. And that's for us that are workaholics. By the way, some of you are not, and you're proud of it. You're a lazy holic. <laughs> I won't go there either. All right. But notice in here, this verse says that everyone, including our animals, are to have a day off. Of course, they're talking about the work animals. How many of you have a pet at home? Animal, pet, cat, whatever, dog, okay. Misu, our dog, disobeys this commandment. She has it reversed. She works one day a week and sleeps six. How many have one just like that at home? You know it exactly right. How many like to be careful? So God is amazing, isn't he? He thinks of absolutely everything. He's saying the ox in the field, it needs a day off. It needs to rest and recharge. So God knew that we all need some time to rest physically. And when we rest physically, understand what happens. We begin to rest mentally. One day every week, we're simply to have a change of pace. We need to kick back. We need to have some downtime. Now, as I'm talking, I want you to begin thinking. This isn't a study of rules. This is a study of principles. So as I'm already begin talking, you begin thinking in your life, because I'll challenge you with this at the end. What happens on the one out of seven? Is there a difference on one out of seven for you? Or is seven out of seven the same? Is there any obedience to what God's doing? Forget the biblical part about the worship part. How about the physical part? Let me read you something. Psalms 23, verse 2 and 3. It says this, He makes me lie down in green pastures beside quiet waters. The shepherd says, down, rest. Why would he do that? Well, the rest of the verse says this, And then he restores my soul. You see, the one out of seven restores us. We have to have that. Interesting, during the French Revolution, somebody came up with a brilliant idea, and they lengthened the seven-day work week, true story, to ten days. What did they discover? They discovered that this materialistic experience was so negative, even for the animals, They just had no energy. They had nothing. So they stopped it and went back to the seven day. Hello. God didn't give us a 10 day work week. Now, next thing you want to write, what does that mean? Rest and recharge. They should have known this increases productivity. In other words, it makes you and I better workers. 
in all senses of the word. And of course, it affects us physically and spiritually as well. Now, look at verse 8 again. You're right there. Remember, remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. So part of this day, for sure, wasn't just for my body, my mind, but it had to do with my relationship with God. Remember the first four commandments says, man's relationship with God. Holy simply means separated for God. So the next thing you want to write is this. We were created to reflect and refocus, which is a picture of worship, one out of seven. God gave us the principle of one out of seven to also rest this, not just physically, but spiritually. At the core of your being and my being is a spirit man, a spirit woman. And as we work for stuff six days a week, we can begin to forget God. And pretty soon we begin to think, I'm the one providing for all of this. I'm the one that can really live independent from God. God says, I don't want you ever to have that thought. So he says, I want to remind you to take a day off, simply to take a day off. And you're in relationship with me. And on that day off, I will provide you, if you obey me, I will provide you physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being. Now think about that in your life, in my life. David in the Psalms wrote it like this. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations I will be exalted in the earth. So as we take time to reflect on God and his word, every fear is stilled. Every anxiety is quieted. That's because on that day, specifically, we acknowledge God as our source and our provider. When the Israelites would get up on that Sabbath day, And the manna was fresh as it was the day before. They didn't work for it. It was there. It was God made it fresh that day. They were reminded as they ate it that they were very dependent on God. You feel dependent on God? Well, I'll just work a little harder. No, we're supposed to be dependent on God. That's what God wants. Remember, trust is the foundation of our relationships. Pastor Mark in his teaching today tried to clear up the whole day of worship issue in some parts of the church. You learn that the idea of a day of rest originated with God himself as he rested after he created the universe. You were reminded that the concept of work came before the fall. The work that men and women were to do was just made harder. You don't have to wait to hear another message from Lessons for Living. Visit LessonsForLivingRadio.com to access our archive of messages on various topics and books of the Bible. Subscribe to our podcast as well to receive updated teachings as soon as they're made available. We're so glad you joined us today and we'd love to connect with you. 
feel free to contact us with your questions and prayer requests at 866-779-3441. That's 866-779-3441. Next time, Pastor Mark will continue his teaching, A Day for God and Me. You'll hear more about the reasoning behind God's establishing a rest day for the people of Israel and how it applies to you. You'll also find out that God had plans for this day too. Pastor Mark will talk more about God's thinking about this day when he gave this commandment. We've run out of time today, but we do encourage you to tune in next time as Pastor Mark will continue teaching through this series, 10 Living Words. That's next time on Lessons for Living. in a hurry.